This is episode 34 of the Gamer Sushi Show. This week, we talk about Valve, Gamefly, Metroid, and play fill-in-the-blank. Hi, welcome to the Gamer Sushi Podcast. I'm Eddie. I'm Jeff. I'm Anthony. I'm Mitch. And I'm Nick. And this is episode 34 of the podcast. This is putting us three weeks in a row. So, grunt birthday noise. Yay! Yay! Okay, I was—I thought you guys were just going to leave me hanging on that, and I was going to be very upset. <laughs> well, I, I, I considered trying to make the noise, but I don't know what it is, so I figured I, I shouldn't. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it would been pretty good if you had just guessed, and you had just made <laughs> any noise you felt like... <laughs> <laughs> that one is so much better. Good job, Josh. Yeah, they should just do that for every. Uh... <laughs> I feel like I feel like that was good. <laughs> All right, that's the end of the podcast. Do you want to follow me? <laughs> no, uh... Twitter.com slash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Anthony and Jeff have rejoined us now that they've gotten over their diviness. We did have a stop flight before the podcast started, but mm-hmm. I, I think I won, so it's all cool now. Well, yeah, Anthony had more hair to pull, so... It's true, it's true. Yeah. That came across as more of a burn than I meant it to. It, I, it, it, it felt like a burn after... It, a I didn't mean for it to be a burn, <laughs> I was just pointing out a fact. Thanks, I'm bald. Oh. I'll shave my head, don't worry. Anthony, your hair is pretty short, though, so... It is. Right now it's long, but, you know... Like well, dreadlocks so long? long? Like uh, old time rock and roller long. Hmm. Really. Hmm. Cool. By old time rock and roller, I mean like the fifties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> cool. Well, um, there's not really a whole lot to talk about. Of course, every time I say that, we end up talking for an hour. But that never stops us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's blather. I love it. There, there's not a whole lot to talk blather. about. So we're blather just going to say goodbye tonight <laughs> and see you next week. This was just to make sure you still cared. In terms of games we're playing, uh, Anthony's playing Dragon Age 2. Jeff is playing Fallout 3. After a year and a half break in between sessions. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you were playing Fallout 3. I, I did. I, I'm actually like, I had taken a year and a half break, and I was probably only about six hours from the end of the game. Not even that much. I'm, I, beat, I beat Oblivion since we last had a podcast. Nice. Oh, did you? Yeah, just the, just the main campaign. I just zipped right through it real quick. Yeah, no, I was actually surprised at how short the main campaign was in Fallout 3. I want to say, I have a feeling if I did, had done the same thing for Oblivion back in the day, I could have beaten it pretty quickly, but yeah, I did, I it, I did it, it all kind I of. I had done everything but that, all the uh, guilds and everything. I'm like, no, I'm just going to do this. So I was going to make a little Mass Effect 2 joke and say that you're Mass Effect 2-ing Fallout 3, but really it sounds more like you um, Fallout 3 to Mass Effect 2. I think that's, yeah, and I think it's just that you guys didn't, you guys you didn't, didn't notice. You didn't notice. <laughs> yeah. Fallout 3 is the kind of game you could take a year and a half break and come back to it. You know. Yeah. Still jump right into it. It's a little harder with uh, Mass Effect. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's any game like that that I've um, taken like a really, really, really long break from and then come back to. But Half-Life 2. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, that's really been like a month or two, though. Well, so it, you know, it's it's actually kind of a, a current generation thing. Like the only way I know is because I looked in when I got my achievements. True. Yeah. You know, like it's it, like I'm sure we've done it before. You just didn't think about it. Like you didn't think, oh, 
it's actually been since January of 2010 since I popped. Yeah, because it doesn't feel like that long. But did it feel like a chore when you put it back in? Like, no. oh, I really should do this, or you just really wanted to? No, I was just like sitting and trying to figure out what I wanted to play because I've I've finished most everything that I want to play right now, and I'm trying to to work on backlog a little bit. But a lot of nights before I sit fall. and just like, bef- yeah. yeah, before Skyrim comes out for sure, but before fall in general. And I mean, I actually haven't finished L.A. Noir, but I haven't been feeling like playing it because I, I know that. How far well, into it are you? I'm in the arson uh, desk, and I did like the second case. You could probably I, just stop and be happy. <laughs> I too. I too. I, well, okay, here, here's the problem. I I bought all the DLC. <laughs> so, oh yeah, you did do that. So I want to, you know, I want to finish it so I can play through all that. But I just haven't. It's like not that the end of the game is bad per se. It just it's not nearly as strong as like the first half of the game is. You yeah, know? and I, I soured I understand on that, that game like really hard. Like yeah. I just got yeah, sick of everything. It's weird well, that I've had the opposite thing with like Heavy Rain, which was a very similar game where Heavy Rain in hindsight I look more favorably on. Yeah. But I was really annoyed with it when I finished, and then LA Noir, which I was like feeling pretty good about when I finished, but I've soured on it a little bit. Not it's not quite the same trajectory. You know, or the yeah. same, to the same level that it was with Heavy Rain, but because um, the first half of that game is still great, and the second yeah. half isn't yeah. terrible, but I yeah, when everything's new it. and fresh, but when yeah. you start doing well, the same thing over and over again, you're just yeah. like, oh fuck. I think I think my problem is I felt like I hadn't figured out how to play it. it yeah, and I, I'm like that far through the game, and I can still completely fuck up a case. Like, <laughs> seriously, like really, and it just badly. keeps going. That's one of the things too that I think bothers me is no matter how bad I do, you know, I could still just like well. The case will get solved one way or the other. Oh, so speaking of, you guys have probably seen the thing about Team Bondi getting sold, right? Like, that they were bankrupt and they got sold? Yes. I actually haven't read the article, but I know you mentioned it. So Yeah. Like, it's it's kind of crazy that it's happened, and a lot of people think that the, what's his name, McNamara, um, the studio lead or whatever? Mm-hmm. I don't know how you pronounce that, but, the you know, because there was all this stuff that came out about, like, the terrible working conditions and all that stuff. Um, a lot of people think that that just really kind of devalued them. I mean, that they were having problems anyway, but then that made it really hard for other people to want to pick them up. Right. Well, if yeah, if Rockstar says no, thank you, we we won't. You know. Yeah, we just don't even want to work with you. Yeah. And I guess uh, who? So who owned the LA Noir IP? Was it Rockstar, or was it Team Bondi? I thought I think it's Team Bondi yeah, because I, LA I Noir think... got well. Maybe it. Maybe it. I thought I thought maybe they, they didn't because it says the IP got sold too. So I don't know. See, I I had assumed I that Rockstar just distributed it. Really, I don't know. I, I sometimes the distributors some... own the IP. Yeah, but... yeah, that's the thing. Like it, because um, it might be Bondies. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting because I I could have sworn I, I read an article where Rockstar was saying, "Hey, we think this is a, a franchise that we want to keep on." You know, I mean, yeah. obviously they always think that, but uh, you know, uh, Rockstar was talking about like we want there to be another game in this world. I, and I assumed because of that that they own the IP, but who knows legally how it works. It, it, it's like um, that actually just makes me think of Heavenly Sword, which the guy, the developers don't own that. Sony owns that. Yeah. And, and now that they make cross-platform games, they're, they'll probably never make like they had originally wanted to do it like a trilogy of games in that world, but then it never will because of that. Huh. So it's it, yeah, I think it depends on the because I think they own 
enslaved, but they don't own the Heavenly Sword. So it might be the same kind of thing here, where maybe Team Bondi had other games that they own, and L.A. Noir is something that Rockstar owns. It's pretty nuts, that because Rockstar has had its own allegations in the past of bad working conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, but so weren't, they, weren't those all, like, aren't what you're thinking of the Team Bondi stuff? No, no, it was it was no, other no. stuff like like Rockstar. Red Dead, Red Dead had stuff on it too, didn't it? Yeah, and there was something else before that. Um, yeah, it was like the spouses of Rockstar. Yeah, it was like this Rockstar spouses, like a group of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, talked about so you know, Bondi has to be bad when even the Rockstar exactly. people are like, damn. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. It was like, man, y'all messed up. <laughs> even we don't do that shit. Yeah, so it's 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 pretty nuts that, that story kind of went everywhere, but um, it it just really sounds like the studio lead's kind of a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's a shame because, like, you know, other than what you guys are saying about, you know, kind of not exactly paying off on, on the story ending and, and maybe being a little bit frustrating to play after a while, there's so much to love about the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? How long did this game, was this game in development? Seven, Seven years. years. Uh, I like the game. I don't love it. I like it. But I think after seven years, I don't know. I, I expect a little bit more than that. Well, I don't know. I feel like every game that takes that long to develop usually yeah. ends up having showing, you know, showing its age. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I think yeah. forever. Well, anyone? Sh- no, I mean the uh, the facial animation. I mean, you know, I don't not necessarily showing. Well, I guess showing its age bro. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I see well, what that's, you mean. that's that's the thing. I like, I mean. feel I feel like like you uh, see why it took seven years because of there right. was the pro- it's 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 cracks are showing and. You well, know. so my thing is like Dra- Dragon Age Origins also took what right. Seven? Right, and it, so, and it had its fair share of. Yeah. I feel, yeah, I feel like, I feel like, like you can look like Origins. Like ass. <laughs> yeah, Origins looks like ass. It doesn't. It doesn't look like a you know a modern game. I feel like La Noire. But it was really good. Yeah, I, it's I, I, I prefer I it to La Noire. Well, oh, yeah. well, that's the thing. Like, so push and pull. Some of it, some of it falls down after that much time. I guess. Yeah, something, something something's like, got to well, give. Well, yeah, well, you could years. say you could say that Origins overcame it. Mm-hmm. They, so the, game, the, the gameplay, the gameplay, and the the story and origins works out really well, even if the graphics and maybe some of the mechanics are kind of didn't quite live up to, right. or, or they didn't they didn't uh, evolve enough over that time. Right. Didn't Half Life Two take like six years? Pro- probably five or six yeah, years. Well, I that's mean, another exception. I feel like. Yeah, but. that's. I feel like with Valve, that's a different. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. It seems like. Yeah, Valve seems like they put very careful consideration into everything they They're release. Meticulous. They're meticulous. Yeah. yeah. Although I'm sure somebody will jump in and say Left 4 Dead 2. <laughs> hey, can I? Can we go into a quick? I wanted to talk about Valve if I could, real quick. Talk um, about whatever you want. Um, and this is not a criticism at all, so don't. But other Half Life is the only like original. IP that they've ever created, right? Because everything else was like a mod of something else. I think right? Left 4 Dead is theirs. Yeah, but it wasn't the, Left 4 Dead the, came from being a. Wasn't that? Didn't that come from being like a mod of something? The idea like? came from a Counter Strike mod. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that they had messed and, with one time, but yeah. Okay, yeah, and uh, but it wasn't like because Portal like it where feels they just like they have acquired. So more. What's that? It, it's not like Portal where they just acquired it. Because Portal, they just acquired. They, yeah. And then Counter-Strike was just a mod that then they just took. Like, I guess they hired the guy who made the mod, and then they were like, okay, this is ours now. It, it wasn't like that. And then Portal, so, uh, Portal was a, a student project, right? 
Yeah. Right. And then they just acquired that. Wikipedia says it was developed by Turtle Rock Studios, which was purchased by Valve during development. Oh, Left 4 Dead. That's Left Left 4 yeah. Dead. Oh yeah, right. that's right. That was Turtle Rock. Yeah. So oh. it's just it's just it's just something I realized the other day, and I'm like, wow, they have a good eye for like talent. And they say, really oh, do. We can make this really good. You know, like we can add to mm-hmm. this. I think it, it wasn't a criticism of them at all. It's just like yeah, it's just but interesting. That's, it, that's it was pointed out to me the other day, and I'm like, oh, I never realized that. Well, yeah, because I'm thinking here, and I'm looking at the stuff, and I'm like, yeah, Team Fortress Two. I mean, it was Team Fortress Classic that was originally a Quake thing. And then yeah. I was looking in their newest game huh, yeah, that, you're right. that's about to be released is Dota, which, which, is, another which, mod. which was yeah. a Warcraft 3 mod. The original Dota was a Warcraft 3 mod. So in a way, it's like, yeah, like you were saying, they, they have an eye for talents right. and a, a meticulous nature. Well, I mean, they well, turned, I don't even they, know for I Portal, they took a gameplay idea, and then mm-hmm. they—they're—I mean, they're the ones that made Portal what it was, right? But they saw because they saw the idea, but then they, yeah, they applied their kind of meticulousness to it and their standards, and said, "What is really going to be special?" What made Portal too great is also the writing and everything. Yeah, you could have had that same puzzle game, but without Glados and everything, it would have been half as good, right? Because I think in Narbacular Drop, literally just the mechanic of playing with portals—it's yeah. not, yeah. yeah. So the valveness of it is the story and the world building right. and the other mechanics, which that's the other thing. They, they are one of the few developers that I feel like does world building to the level of Bioware. Like a, well, yes. Yeah, one of the few, but them and Square, Bioware. You know, oh, I'm sorry. Never I said few, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> There's I know, only a I handful. Just, I just want to champion building. Bioware because I think they're world No, I think, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. But like, I, I think there's only a handful of yeah. developers that do that level of, of world building that like matches what you might get in a science fiction novel or, you know, it, you know, I totally agree. Like, I think that like, I, I think y'all talked about this in your Half-Life 2 letters, mm-hmm. the whole idea of like when you show up in City 17, you feel like it's a living, breathing town around you. Like, yeah, even as old as it is, yeah, you exactly. still feel that way. And, uh, abandoned or not abandoned, but just desolate. With, or just, you know, or just the fact that like all through Half-Life 2, even though they're always subtly guiding you down a path. I felt lost. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah. felt... Like you, you keep making progress even though you feel lost. Right. You, you, you feel like, I don't know if I'm going the right way, or in, or in Portal 1... When you, you always break, feel prepared to backtrack. Like, oh, yeah, turn yeah. around in any second now. Or, or, or like in Portal 1, when you break out of the test chambers, you're like, I don't know if I'm playing the game right. You're just running. Yeah. 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 That, I mean, that is talent. Like, I... You know, because most of the time you play a game, you're like, you can see the tunnel. You're like, all right, <laughs> I see yeah. what you're walking me down. Or they have little waypoints on the floor telling you where to go mm-hmm. because they get so concerned and dressing everything up to look pretty. That yeah, they have breadcrumbs that your dog yeah. follows. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was one thing that Valve did when Left 4 Dead was coming out where they actually did like a video or something highlighting the way they guide players through the environment. And it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Usually it's wherever there's light, is what I uh, yeah. feel like I've read somewhere. Yeah. Mitch, what's your opinion on that? I don't have one. They're really good at <laughs> okay. world building. Why would you? <laughs> if I if I if I had if I had an opinion, I would have thrown it you in. You just hadn't said anything, and I didn't want to all talk over you in case you were trying. We, to... we always need the Canadian angle. Yeah. Oh well, I think that uh, Blizzard's real good at world building, eh? <laughs> Blizzard. We're not even talking about Blizzard. Next topic. Mitch ruined it. Um, <laughs> Gamefly. No, I'm, I'm uh, into the ring as a world builder, you jackass. 
<laughs> this is why we don't let you talk. This is exactly. why me and Mitch can't play StarCraft 2 together anymore. No, um, we can. We can. We're going to work past it, Eddie. It's fine. The counselor says that we just need to... <laughs> just <laughs> that made us hurt each other. <laughs> you guys, I got really mad at Mitch when we were playing StarCraft 2. He did. Show me a Zergling doll where he touched you. He got he got really mad. Well, because earlier that week he asked me what building Dark Templars came out of, and I'm like, well, okay, he doesn't. He might not know the lingo. <laughs> so, miscommunication. And I happening. thought you were being sarcastic, and I just got I got a little you mad, bro. Yeah, and then and then my buddy <laughs> tried to step in, but I guess the way he was saying it, Eddie just interpreted it as him mocking him. I felt like everyone was mocking me when no. nobody was. <laughs> nobody was. No, we were trying to we were trying to help you out and you're like, "Are you fucking trying to help me out right now?" <laughs> so, so mad. He's <laughs> so mad. We we won the match too, which is the funny thing. I'm going to kick all your asses. <laughs> we'll come up there and crawl everybody in Canada just to get to Mitch. Come at me, bro. Um okay, anyway, moving on. Gamefly is introducing um the digital beta that's going to have unlimited PC play for subscribers. Free, right? It's free, right? It's totally free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you go to a site, you click a button, and then they just send you free games. <laughs> They're going to make a lot of money. Because <laughs> that's what everybody wants, right? Who wouldn't sign up for that? They're just going to make money. Listen, I'm over mad fist. that I signed up for the beta and I have not been accepted yet. I feel like betas that I'm not accepted to within five days are bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, um, failure because they need my feedback. It's one of those things. That, I mean, I wrote about this in the post, but I remember when remember when Valve first talked about bringing Steam on the PS3. It was just kind of like a small thing, but it seemed like it had big implications. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I feel about this, where it's like seems like just kind of a small thing that might not make any difference at all but it also on the other hand i look at it i'm like this could be a big deal for you know like i I've, i haven't had gamefly for a while but you know there's a lot of pc games i'd like to try out but just don't partly because of cost but also because i can't trade them back i can't trade them in yeah you know i can't do anything with them so the idea of paying like 15 to 20 dollars a month and getting to play as many pc games as i want would actually be pretty beneficial maybe not year round you know but um yeah this out of the year i could the, see it being worthwhile this is the problem i, I, I i'm kind of having more and more with monthly stuff nowadays is that some months i use it a lot yes some months i i, I rent you know from netflix i'll rent one dvd and it'll sit there for a month and i don't use streaming so i i i like the idea of all all you can eat stuff but the problem is having to maintain it monthly is what costs so much money that's when it stops actually being worth what you think it's worth yeah that's true you know you know because you're like oh well you know it's great to have but if you're paying for it every month whether or not you need it that's when they get you right because you're not going to cancel it you're just gonna you're just gonna keep it for that month yeah. and you don't use it because right, you're like I'll, I'll use it next month yeah it's just easier to sit on it for a little while you're like eh, i'll pay 15 bucks now i'll use it you know i'll, I'll watch it eventually i'll play the game eventually but that's why I'm wondering if maybe maybe during the summer, whenever there's a lull, sign up for Gamefly and get some PC games. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, I don't know. Like, it's interesting. If you can I figure see out what games are going to have, yeah, because that's another thing. Their library. How could do they be do limited. the subscription um, mm-hmm. type games too? You know, like are they going to have World of Warcraft on there or what? You know? Well, then, like, like what about like EA games where they're doing the online pass that you got to pay ten dollars for? You know, I mean, that, oh, I know yeah. that would be a problem right. with console games anyway, but you know, 
There's a lot of questions that are still unanswered. Yeah, yeah. but it, oh, but it's I'm optimistic about it. It sounds kind of neat. Also, doesn't it? But on the bad side, doesn't it con- uh, contribute to this whole fragmentation we talked about a few weeks ago, where everything is everywhere now? It's like, oh, now I have stuff on Origins, and I have stuff on Steam, and I have stuff that I have rented. You know what I mean? Like you have so many different places to get stuff. Also. Do you download the game and then they delete it off your hard drive, or does it just not work and it's still I, I sitting just, on your hard drive? Like I just yeah, I'd assume it would stop working. Hopefully they aren't. Like, but if it's reaching. unlimited, maybe it doesn't right. stop working. I yeah. mean, if you stop being a member of the service, right, then, right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So have they just announced that they haven't actually given any like details? Yeah, of yeah. The, the nitty gritty. Yeah, that's why I want to get it on the beta. I want to see what it's like. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I could cancel it to test that out, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And I mean, also, as far um, as sorry, you go, Anthony. Well, oh, just that a lot of things are going free to play nowadays. Like um, Age of Conan, you know, they went free to play. They say they're since they've done it, their revenues have doubled. Yeah. Um, the new tribes so, game is going to be free to play. Right. You know. Um, well, there's... so it seems seems like the PC games that that would work for this are the single player stuff, or like the simple multiplayer, not not like the MMO or stuff like that that's always on i don't know maybe i'm wrong what are we gonna say eddie what were you gonna say oh no i, I, I thought you were gonna say something i forgot <laughs> you know, I, mmo mmos are kind of their own uh ecosystem mm-hmm. right and i don't feel like that works for this i feel like this is they, pro- they probably well that's what it was that. i'm sorry i heard rumors that dota dota 2 is going to be free to play you know valve's doing that with team huh. fortress 2 and they're saying why don't they do dota that way it seems like they're setting up a model for it right um, testing well testing it out with something established and then going for something new maybe exactly yeah. uh so that could be true and if that's the case i mean how is if those if they start doing those types of games as free to play how is that gonna work with it you know i would say that you wouldn't that like those companies would have no incentive to participate in that kind of program yeah right they yeah, they would, yeah. Well, just just in general, do you think do you think Valve's gonna want to put anything on there? What what's the point? They already have Steam, which is the ultimate distribution system on the internet. I, I could see Valve being like, well, see, we're not putting anything on here because what's the point? I could see it because maybe with that you might get some people who are console gamers who are like, oh, well, now I'll try some PC games too, and then they might like it, and they may, oh, now I want to switch over to Steam. You know, actually, you know what like, the real it might question be an entry is? Point for them. Are there going to be any PC exclusive games on there, or will it just be the cross-platform stuff that you can already play on the console? Yeah, that's that's a good yeah. point. But for some people, like some people might just want to rent Revelations, like Assassin's Creed Revelations, and not right. buy it. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. but yeah, that, it'll be interesting because it, in terms of being able to rent games on a PC, this seems like the most, you know, I'm doing air quotes here, like elegant solution. But mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I mean, I feel like if this doesn't work, I don't even know what you do to rent PC games for people. Uh, piracy. Well, piracy. <laughs> apparently, I love how Anthony and I are giving like the, both the same joke answers every time. This happens every Pirate. couple podcasts. It's true. We get <laughs> you on guys the same are, you're mind melding right now. We get yeah. in the same cycle. And uh... Anthony, do you want to have the conversation we had about Star Wars earlier today? Right now. <laughs> no, you go first. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not doing it. <laughs> they can check our Twitters if they want to do Nerds. that. We'll give our Twitters at the end. <laughs> yeah. I like how Nick thought we were fighting. <laughs> yeah. God, I didn't actually think you were fighting. I just thought it was a joke. Oh, uh, it was a joke. <laughs> it was very much a joke. Well, one other thing before we move on to the game. Um, 25 years of Metroid. I am Yay. not 
I'm not a Metroid player, but I figure I'd open Boo. the floor up to the Metroid players. So, Nick, why the hell do you hate Metroid Prime? I want to hear your reason. Okay, well, I, I, I explained you this. You kind of gave it. Yeah. I, I gave it. Like, essentially. Well, he did, but it was like. Okay, I, I played I it. it. I played it to me. in this. In this I played it in. <laughs> Swear to me. <laughs> <laughs> I played it in college. And when I was in college, I was very, very, very much into PC gaming. And the mouse and, so and Wasad are the way to go, and everything else is bullshit. Except for I kind of had a little bit of fun with Halo, but maybe that was... This is when we were playing a lot of Counter-Strike. This is when we were playing a lot of Counter-Strike. And it's actually before I got into playing a lot of Halo 2, when me and Eddie would play Halo 2 all the time. Uh, And so Metroid Prime was probably my first real, like, sit-down experience with a first-person shooter on a console... That was oh, just yeah, that weird. was just that was just me. It wasn't like I'm at a land party and people are playing Halo. Do you know what I mean? It's like, weird to think that that the transition was that recent. Because when I like, I think now I'm like, man, I just like I pretty much only play first person shooters on my console. Yeah. So it's just weird to think that like even I guess it was seven years ago, seven or eight years ago that it was like, no, this is weird. And yeah, new. I thought it was weird because it's like. Because it's like, yeah, I played Halo on the original Xbox at LAN parties in multiplayer, and it was a lot of fun. But then, like, Metroid Prime came around, and it was like, okay, well, this is a single-player game, and I'm, I'm sitting here in front of my TV, and I'm playing a first-person shooter, and to be perfectly honest, I never gave it a chance. I Even if it was good, I wouldn't have cared because I... You were in that mode. I entered into the contract with already being closed. Like, <laughs> it, and, and that's... And so that's the thing is I don't actually hate Metroid Prime. I just don't know if I like it because when I played it, I, I had a closed mind and I went in not accepting that you can play a first-person shooter on a console. And you probably wouldn't be able to really give it another shot now because... It's probably dated. It's crap. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I, I had the Metroid Prime trilogy. Uh, I had gotten, like, the special re-release edition thing. <clears throat> but I just never played it after a certain point. Because, I mean, I played through all of three when I still had Gamefly. And the problem with that was... Um, I wanted to get it back as soon as possible, and I was pissed off that they kept making me go back to... <laughs> it's like, okay, you got this thing, but you have to go to the other place to get the other thing before you can do this. The whole, met, you know, basically Metroid. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're like, explaining the game. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. So uh, Metroid Prime is really good. It was I got it for my birthday in, what, I think 2002? Um, and it was one of those games where, like, Oh, here's the save room. Okay, I'm gonna go to bed. Let me just peek in my head and see what's in the next room after this. Okay, I'll keep going. Okay, here's the save room. Oh, I wanna go to bed for an hour. And then three hours later, I'm still fucking up. And the sun's come up. And yeah, I finished. I like I, that was a great game. I love it. So I love Metroid Prime. But my heart is still with Super Metroid. It's still one of the best games of all time to me. So see, I want to say I another played, M sucks ass. I want to say I played some of the classic ones on SNES and NES. I never beat them, and I played them in the time of my life when I didn't really pay that close attention to games, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, when I was a kid, I was just like, all right, I, I, I rented it for two days, and I played probably, you know, one-fifth of it. <laughs> so, the Game Boy Advance remake of Metroid, Metroid Zero Mission, is fantastic. It's I've heard very, that. It's I've heard really, that really good. I've heard that, too. 
Oh, Nick, I like that thing. There was that one thing you tweeted that was the um, where someone had done the Metroid title screen or whatever. Yeah, somebody went in and the like because the the opening scene of the Metroid uh, Super Metroid title screen is like one of the most famous like uh, pictures in history, I guess you could say, like that, like like the capture of a of a shot. Um, and somebody went through and like recreated that in Photoshop, like. I guess essentially drew over the original thing hmm. and made it like 1080p HD as if like this is what the game Pretty would awesome. look like if it was made today in 1080p and it yeah it looked super cool like it actually made me a little sad because I'm like that's something we'll never see um but then again it it's okay because we have shadow complex which was essentially the same thing yeah mhm yeah, still never played Shadow Complex. Should probably get on that. Really? I played. It. I liked it. It was pretty good. It was basically Super Metroid, though. It's 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 a it's a it's a love letter to Super Metroid. Is yeah. essentially what it is. It is. I enjoyed it. So yeah, wait, does the dude it. take off his face at the end, and it's actually a girl? No, it's a girl, and she takes off her here's face. The, here's the here's the link. No, it's, it's Nolan North. Yeah, here's the there's the link that Nick was just talking about. Very cool. Yeah, that's it. Right for those there. of you in the, uh, for those of you at home, just click on your radios or whatever. We'll put it. We'll put it. We'll put it in the. <laughs> yeah, I know. Notes. I know. We'll put it in the thing. Slam your head into the computer, and it will. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll get the picture in your brain screen. Doesn't that look uh, cool, though, guys? Did you see that? Yeah. That's, that's awesome. awesome. It's very cool. That's great. Mitch, why do you like Metroid yeah. Prime so much? Because it's awesome. No, but that's it's like reason. one of your favorite games of all time, right? It, it, yeah, it is one of my favorite games of all time. I just I don't really know why I like it all that like why, <laughs> why just, I like it. It was it just much. so well done. It, it yeah, was it was just, just it was a really so solid game. Yeah, it was a beautiful like, game. Just, the controls it just took like good. the legacy of Metroid and just ported it perfectly to the GameCube and made it in such a way that nobody thought they would ever do it, but they pulled it off and they pulled it off so damn well. Like that that was one of the first games I hundred percented. And you know I hundred percent everything, and it's because of that game that it created I created a monster. Everything. It did create a monster. Is it is a terrible it one terrible of the, monster? Is it one of the only games that completely changed what it is? And I'm I'm excluding Mario sixty four because it just went from two D to what it was to three D what it was. This went from a two D side scroller to a three D first person shooter, which is a completely different genre. Like. Completely. As someone that's never played Metroid Prime, so I'm not even going to speak with any kind of authority on this. It just still <laughs> seems to this day like such a weird choice to, to have go. made, but apparently it worked because people loved it. It works so well. So it's, it's yeah. just interesting, even hearing you say it works well. Just in my head, it doesn't even compute. Well, you know? how, yeah, because well, it's well, not so much a. Done it? Would they made it like a third-person action game if they had? Like, yeah, that's what they would have done. done with other M? It would yeah. well, yeah. also like. From from my perspective, I played a uh, three on the Wii, and I, I feel like the Wii never really uh, tapped the potential of the the first person shooter stuff because the the controls were great for that. I feel like the the Wii mode is perfect for that, you know, and and it never really came to fruition other than you know that game. So, but also uh, Metroid Prime was. Um... It was a first-person shooter, but it wasn't really that much of a shooter. Um, mm. It was there was the platforming. I mean, first-person platforming. It was great the way it did it. Like it, was, it felt. It's never felt as good since then. Um, 
and it was more of like a first person. I mean, you go into a room and you shoot a couple of things, but really it was more like an adventure, like exploring and stuff like that. The shooting was sort of like a necessary evil that you had to, to do. It was done really well because it had, uh, it used sort of the Zelda thing of like the lock on the Z targeting thing mm-hmm. where you could yeah. lock on to something and then by locking on, you sort of strafe around it. And um, that's solved a lot of problems too, especially with the wonky GameCube controller. Um, but it just, felt really good like it it's the minute i started playing it everything just instantly felt like oh yeah this this is exactly right so still i just want to bring up like a slight thing i know we talk about it a lot but still it still amazes me that that ocarina of time was like cool so we're gonna try to do this whole z-lock thing because we need to have fighting in three dimensions and it was the first thing that anybody ever tried and it was like the best way to do it <laughs> Yeah, like, it just it yeah, I mean, even to this day. Me. I mean, still like I was playing um just when I was playing Dragon Age two earlier, lock on targeting. Yeah, like, it's basically the same thing as Z targeting. It's just you lock on to something and then you, that way you're always facing him. And that and was so you don't yeah. Whip. And that was like 15 years ago or whatever, like 13 yeah. years ago. Yeah, ridiculous, ridiculous. Thanks, it's just man. one of the many reasons that all the Zelda games should be free. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Sorry, I'm ripping on a Kotaku article. Like Eight, I do. Game time! Okay, this week we are going to play Fill in the Blank. Uh, we decided to do this game because we haven't done a podcast in a while, other than the last two, so everything's kind of up for grabs. We can play any game, and uh, Fill in the Blank's always fun. Anthony especially loves Fill in the Blank. Um, I'm great at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the best. Whatever. So we're gonna start off first story, guys. It came out today that uh, or yesterday that the president of Epic, Mike Caps, is talking about next gen consoles, and he basically says, "What's what's the point of next gen consoles? Because the way that consoles used to work was like, oh well." this console is twice as powerful as this console, and this console is four times as powerful, et cetera, et cetera. But he's saying that, like, now you have to battle against mobile gaming and the iPhone. So, like, you're not you're not being like, oh, well, I got to, you know, go up against a console that's eight times as powerful as me. I have to go up against the iPhone 8. And that's, like, you can't even, like, that's not a spec comparison. That's, like, a totally different idea. So... What do you guys think about this? President Mike Caps saying, what's the point of next-gen consoles is... And we're going to start with Eddie. Astute. Ooh, I like that word. Mitch. Worrying. Jeff. Smart-troversial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I know who won this round. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony. Jeff makes up a, when Jeff makes up a word, it's cool. Anthony. <laughs> uh, precious. I think we're all going to have diff- very different answers <laughs> on this one. I really like smart traversial, but precious intrigues me more than any of them. Uh, okay. Je- I'm going to go with smart traversial. Jeff. Yes, that's a good call. I want to hear this. So thing. I was I was trying to figure out a way to say that like I think he has a good point that it's something that they should definitely be thinking about. I, you know, because remember Epic is the the company that made Infinity Blade, and they made a killing on it. Yeah, and so it's a fantastic game, and it's a really 
well designed for the iPhone game. Like it's, it, I feel like it would only really work on that platform. You could kind of do it on Connect or Move, but it'd be dumb. Yeah, um, it'd be, nobody would. It, buy like it. I feel like it's, yeah, nobody would want it. I feel like on the iPhone, it's a killer app. And I think from that perspective, if he's arguing that more companies need to come up with games that are crucial for that platform, he's absolutely right. I think his discussion about like, you know, who cares about consoles, like framing it the way he does, he's being unnecessarily controversial. And it's very much like uh, publicity speak, you know, he's just like, Hey, I'll say this crazy thing and all the blogs will write about it. You know? I, so that's the thing. Like, I think he's doing both. I think he's making a good point in a kind of ridiculous way. So. I like that. Yes. I like that. Yeah. See, I, I thought he was making just, just, I thought it was a good observation that because we are getting to the point in terms of technology, we're getting to the point where it's not so much a question of what's the next thing going to have that's going to blow everything else away. It's going to be what what's going to the stuff that we can take with us everywhere. How how what is that going to be? You know, what I mean, because every as everything gets more and more portable and I don't even just mean the iPhone, I just mean in general, like our our devices are getting smaller and we can do more things with them. You know, um, it's not so much about because, you know, five, ten years ago, even longer, it was always about what can we push our consoles to do next. But we're really just hit, we're hitting a spot where it's the the gains are only going to be minimal. The big gains are going to be in the the small things, you know, and so I, I think it's astute for that reason. But I totally agree with you that it's he said it in kind of a dumb way. And to to make he says it in a way that makes it sound like what who cares about consoles and I don't really think that's what he meant. No, yeah, I, I think I think the important point is that he's saying that you need to consider it a viable platform. You yeah. need to take it seriously. Yeah. Why is it precious, Anthony? Uh, because let's just discount everything they said and pretend he's saying it at face value. <laughs> um, because the point of consoles is money, like. This is how they make their money. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, they're going to do it. Like, it's the same way. Like, you know, the 3DS and the Vita, the Vita, um, they can't compete with what the iPhone can do in terms of the the market share and the interest and the convenience and the ease and everything. But they're not going to just like give up the, you know, give up that 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 battleground. They're still going to fight and try for it. And you know. If, on live or just browser-based games or all these cra- crazy things they're going to one day make consoles obsolete. They're going to go down kicking and screaming, releasing consoles until like literally they're just sitting there on the shelf and no one has bought a single one. So I don't, I don't know that, if that's ever going to happen though. Like there, I don't know. I'm skeptical that that will ever. Well, no people happen. keep. I don't necessarily want it to happen. That's yeah. just what people keep saying because they mm-hmm. want it to happen for one reason or another. Yeah. Well, every, yeah. Everybody always wants, it's like they want something to kill something else. They want, you know, yeah. Just, just the same way that there will never, there will never not be people that don't want to buy books. Like <laughs> me. Blood for blood. Two devices yeah, I, enter. I, like, one device. All this, talk about <laughs> yeah. this stuff makes me like the, all this change and everything makes me nervous. I'm like, well, I like the way things are, you know? Well, yeah, no, that's <laughs> there the always thing. Be like, someone it, that wants to buy the old way. You know, yeah. Right. Well, it seems like we always want to impose this narrative on on progression. It's just like this new thing makes it so the old thing has to stop happening. But people still love books. People still love records. People still buy plenty of CDs. Too, people I'm still sure. ride bicycles. Yeah. yeah. No. Exactly. Bunch of dorks. <laughs> people still ride horses. You know. Like, yeah. It, exactly. Like it, just because you have a newer, better thing doesn't make make it impossible for the older thing 
like everything has its niche. I feel like that's the thing. Right. And, Some and people it's still easy. listen to records. It's yeah. easy to discount that niche because it's an older niche. Right. Well, I think it's right. funny because I, I, I read a thing that said this was even years ago, and I think it's even more true today that records will actually outlast CDs. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, because CDs will eventually oh, I mean, just go away. Asbestos. But there will always be record. There a will always to be pick up a record, somebody yeah. that wants that analog sound. Right. And Whereas, yeah, CDs really the C- only thing CDs do is portability, and and if that's the only thing, thing you care about, you've already got a uh, a, a more portable button. CD. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, Mitch, why is it worrying, worrying to you? Well, I actually want to change my answer because while you guys were talking, I thought about it. And I wanted to, and I, no, no, no. Just let, what the, okay, let me what finish it, what before is, you. Okay, you lose. You lose. No. I have a delete button, Mitch. It, it's prudent. It's prudent. Oh, I like you. Okay. Dear prudent. Why is it prudent? Go. <laughs> well, originally it was going to be worrying because Epic is the company that makes the Unreal Engine, which powers all the uh, most of the engines for console games. So I'm like, if they don't see the need for the next one, and they're the guys who supply the engine, then that's kind of kind of worrying. But then I thought, well, wait, Infinity Blade is made using the Unreal Engine, so they've already figured out a way to make it work for mobile devices. <laughs> so he's like, shit, yeah, bring it on, <laughs> iPhone 8. Shit, yeah, <laughs> let's do this. Let's Unreal Engine, all games. the things. <laughs> so yeah so basically i totally forgot about that until i was thinking about it while you guys were talking i'm like he's already figured out a way to make his mil- his make his uh million selling engine work on the next big thing so you know he's being very prudent I like sweet that. no i like that here's the thing then guys you laughed at me you were, laughed at me like like <laughs> like what you said uh about the whole thing like people are always gonna buy records or uh read books uh, there's always going to be people who want to play a game on the most fucking powerful, ridiculous, overpriced yeah. PC ever. Mm-hmm. And yeah. those people, yeah, I feel like that's... and those people hate iPhones, and those people hate right. iPads, and those people hate everything like that. And they <laughs> and, and they will the always people, be yeah, around. But, and they're the first people to troll in the comments on that that post. I'm and sure. they <laughs> also and they also are people who spend a lot of fucking money. Yeah, if they, yeah. they could figure out how to run their PCs on coal, they would do it. They, just to spite the rest of us. Right. They're gonna spend three thousand dollars on their PC and they're gonna buy the most ridiculous But they're like audiophiles. They're they're, yeah. The, they're yeah. the people that tell, like that's the thing. I personally don't care, you know, if I'm listening to a flack or whatever. Uh, but there are people that can tell the difference between an MP3 and a, an FLAC and all the other stuff. And there are people that can tell the difference between a console and a PC that's maxed, maxed out with everything. Exactly. Where I, I probably wouldn't care, you know? And yeah, so, I didn't notice the difference between Crisis 2 on console and PC, but there's some people who are like, what are you talking about? Look at that anti-alias looks terrible. The, look at that vector drawing and particle. Look at that vector manning. Yeah, and the particle oh, thingies. Fuck. When is a Vector Man sequel coming out? That was a good game. Vector Man guys. sequel confirmed 2012. <laughs> guys, Vector Man was a good game. But let's move on to the next topic. The next topic we're going to start off with... Wait, who's next in line? Mitch. We're starting off with Mitch. So there's an analyst, Doug Cohen, and he is... I don't know. I guess he's just some sort of trending guy he just looks at trends and and he analyzes shit and he makes predictions and he, he should a- put that on his business card analyzes shit <laughs> shit and makes predictions.com 
and I uh, predict your shit. Yeah. <laughs> so he's an anaurapist. He said that. Uh, he said that the old republic will do 1.5 million in the first year, but now because Sa- of Amazon like sale, unit sales, right? Unit, unit sales, sales right? in the first year. But then he looked at uh, Amazon's uh, game list and and pre-order sales in the past three weeks. And they've been extremely, extremely strong. Like, stronger than he obviously thought. So he has doubled his prediction that the Old Republic will go from 1.5 million to 3 million units in the first year, which trends better than StarCraft II and Cataclysm do. Which I Hmm. feel like that's like, that's big fucking names. I feel like, well, okay. I feel like you say those names to get the headline, but also, like, I feel like that's... That's a big deal, yeah. That's a big deal. So, the analyst upping SWOTOR year, year one sales from 1.5 million to 3 million is Mitch. Pointless. Ooh. Jeff. Crazy pants. <laughs> He's all over the place tonight. <laughs> Uh, Anthony. It's, uh, it's all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. <laughs> I'm not typing all that out, but yes, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, Mitch. I mean, Eddie, Eddie sorry. I flipped too much. Y'all ready for this? It's extraordinary. <laughs> See, Eddie felt Don't laugh at him. So you just encourage it. Okay, so I'm gonna go with Eddie. Actually, I kind of want to start with Mitch. I wanted pointless. What's up? Um, so he said that, you know, this is an analyst and he said it could sell 3 million units. Well, we could also be subjected to slavery by a race of ant people. Like it's just, spe- <laughs> it's, it's just speculation. It doesn't mean anything. You could say it, it could, could sell, sell a billion units and that's still technically true. Yeah. It's like, could come out this year. Nick, Nick could sell his beard for a billion dollars, you know, based on beard Two trends. Billion. Two billion. No, no, no. Okay. Know, okay. To be fair, years, Mitch, yeah. to be fair, Mitch, though, like, he, he, this guy, that's what he it's does. not Michael Pactor. And he's paid to do this, I guess, because I think, I think this is actually, I don't know what Cohen and company does, but he, it says later in the article that he upgraded EA shares from neutral to outperform. So he's obviously dealing within some sort of market, uh, I don't know if it's like Wall Street, but it's that kind of idea. So he is paid to make predictions. Like he, he, he would never throw out. It's going to make a billion sales. I mean, he's saying. And to be fair, he did do some crack research. He looked at GameStop's pre-orders and said, "Oh, it's going up a lot. All right, let's go. Let's double in past." To be fair, he did go to Amazon.com, guys, and he looked okay. at the right side of the top of the sales. screen <laughs> while he was looking for the deal of the day. Okay, well, I did. I did take a very sarcastic bent to this, and I'm sure that you I'm know there's you a though. reason. There's I'm a reason that he's doing what he does. But mostly, I, I the reason I went with pointless is just because gaming sites treat this as like the word of God. You know, if some guy, if some guy whose job it is to predict stuff predicts something, then they're like, oh, he's a prophet. We must follow. What I would he does. like for there to be a gaming website. Maybe not us, because you know who has the time. But um, 
to do what Nick does, which is write down, like he writes down our predictions. There should be some website that like, okay, it, when this game comes out, we're going to come back to this guy and be like, so what happened, bitch? You know? Oh yeah. Well, that, that kind of makes Gaming me think minority of, report. <laughs> Claim chowder. The, the daring fireball guy, John Gruber, whatever his name is always does that. He, he likes requoting people for what they said. It's like, a year ago, you said the iPhone would be dead by now. How's that working out yeah. for you? you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, we need somebody to do that. Eddie, why is it extraordinary? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, for the same reason that you said. I mean, it's not, you know, obviously it's no WoW killer, but we always knew that if anything had the power, not to be a WoW killer, but to, like, stand up there and, like, not get embarrassed. It, it was going to be a Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, it was going to be something with Star Wars and with Bioware attached to it. That um, boy was our only hope. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I, another. I, I feel like like the fact that it's out the the idea that it might be out trending like StarCraft Two and Cataclysm like that's that's kind of a big deal. It's like I said, no Wow Killer, but it's still pretty extraordinary. I'll Ow. let you guys know what I think about it when it comes out. Because I'll definitely be playing it. I've, yeah, I have you'll be pre-ordered. the only only one of us that you actually do that. plays it. Uh, I don't know. I I know I know Mitch. I mean, I know Eddie kind of wants to play it, and I kind of want to play it. I refuse to pre-order anything that doesn't have a release date. No, no, so I'm not, not pre-order. Just play it. Just play it. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. That's the only thing that's kept me from pre-ordering it. So oh, okay. I'm just not even going to think about it till they give me a real release date. I see. Okay, Anthony. What did I even say? All clear, kid. Now let's blow this oh, taco stand. Yeah, and that's eat just a my way slurpee. of saying. Yeah, yeah, that sounds accurate. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had accurate up until right, right when you said that, it, that popped into my head. It's just, yeah, no, it seems like that's right. I all of a sudden lately, like six months ago, it was like doom and gloom. It was like, this yeah, be the fucking Bioware is gonna die and EA is gonna die, and and now all of a sudden it's like, well, no, everyone's really excited about it. Yeah, it's funny that all these that all you heard was people complaining about on the internet, and then all of a sudden, like one billion pre-orders. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Diablo three is going to be the same way. God, don't ever mention Diablo three again, or else I just want to play. I entered the beta for that, but they have not uh, accepted me yet. So Nobody think, likes you for their betas. I think that that beta is also bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, did you have anything else to say, or can we talk about Jeff's crazy pants? Let's talk about Jeff's crazy pants. Jeff, why do you have crazy pants? <laughs> I basically Mitch made a very good point. I don't know. Jeff, well, I was, feel uh, like you were doing really good laugh? in this game. No. Hmm? What's that? I feel like you were I'm... doing really good in this game before you just said that, and now I don't know who's winning <laughs> anymore. Me for uh, extraordinary. Well, so here, here's the thing: like, I I, I feel yeah. like you guys covered basically. The grounds that I I was I was feeling uh, as far it is as... hard to be last. I, I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. yeah. Um, Jeff's used to it. <laughs> Eddie, shut up. Jeff, talk. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> no, I'm just. I, I, I guess I. I guess I uh, am just wondering at you know the intersection between Star Wars fans and PC gamers and stuff like that. I guess I guess there's enough of a mar- of a market for it, but haven't there? Wasn't there a Star Wars MMO already and it just tanked? Yes. Yep. Well, yeah, to so, be fair, you know, it, it had the player base and then the developers did everything they possibly could to drive them away. The and they're like, all right. Yeah, it was so, a name so right, podcast, to be fair. Just saying. Has, that, that, has so that been that, said that, a lot? Oh, yeah. By that, me? That, 
to be fair, Eddie, I do need to preface everything I say. <laughs> to be fair, uh, <laughs> to be carnival, um, <laughs> to be big top, um, <laughs> that's, that's my only circus. You know, I, I'm sure it'll sell very well, but I, I just have to wonder how much actual demand there is for it. I mean, I guess StarCraft II sold so well because it was so hyped up for so long. This one, how much anticipation is there for this? I feel like they've already kind of, um, you know, there's the existing idea of a previous failed Star Wars MMO. Um, You know, I guess people want it to be fixed, but have there been that many? Like, the last few Star Wars games have been Force Unleashed 2, and a failed MMO, and what else? Like, what other Star Wars games have been out? Yes, Bioware is involved with this one, but, like, I don't know. I feel like it still kind of feels like it's up in the air to me. That, that's, why I, that's why I said that. I said, I you know, agree with he, you. I agree with you. But, but here's another thing that, you, that everyone has to remember is that I don't think most consumers are us. Most consumers right. don't look at a pre-rendered, super slick, super well-done, awesome lightsaber battle trailer and say, oh, well, that's all pre-rendered. What does the game mean? Right. I feel like a lot of people say that and they go, fucking take my money. Yeah, like I see that and I turn it off most of the time. Yeah. So I feel like there's that aspect of it and i feel like there are people that will that will say they're star wars attached to something i don't care what i've heard about it or what anybody says if star wars is, is attached to it i will give it a chance yeah you know what I, mean? I will buy it like and maybe it completely fails and falls off the edge of the cliff but, but initially mm-hmm. i'm gonna mm-hmm. give it a chance I don't know. You don't. You don't think Star Wars hasn't lost some of its luster after the prequels and the, Not the for last some couple people, of games? No. I, I don't. I mean, think I, so, I know Jeff. there's still that. I know there's still a subset of people, but I, I, don't I just think wonder. So. No, you think it's hey, you think we're not a subset? We're just as numerous as anyone else are. <laughs> no, but really, yeah, I, Jeff, I, I I think that I think that as hard as George Lucas has tried to tarnish that name, mm-hmm. I still feel like the fucking two words Star Wars holds weight and also it's always getting new fans i mean even just like if someone tunes in and watches the clone wars or something like that like it's right there's a whole new generation of you know 15 year olds out there who are growing up on star wars who love the prequels and think the old movies suck and they're going to be wanting to play this a lot so you know i don't it'll do well i don't know how long until it goes free to play and then it'll do even better so yeah, I mean, I guess the, I guess what I really am thinking about, I'm not thinking so much about the first, the initial sales, which probably will be good. I'm I'm probably thinking more about the longevity and whether it's going to stumble afterwards. So maybe that's right. maybe that's my problem. Yeah, that's lots totally of MMOs up, do good eventually. I initially, like, I feel like that's totally up to Bioware. I feel like yeah. the, the 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 name Star Wars takes care of that initial, and then everything else is left up to how Bioware executes. Right, that gets your foot in the door. Yeah. I okay. feel like the best response to Jeff is dun 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 dun, dun. right? So we're gonna move on to the next topic now. 
the third topic, and we're going to start off with Jeff. Maybe this, this should be the last one. I think I've just turned. I've been. I've crossed over into like troll zone. Okay, that's fine. We could do this. Could be the last one. That's I was fine. hoping people would join in and hum the Star Wars theme with me. I thought you were just trolling Jeff. I didn't want to. No, I really. You, you know, it was my point was that. There was a point. <laughs> I was going to do the Imperial March. Was that was the was dun, the that dun, music dun, 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 Yeah, dun, I mean that there's just a Everyone stop. Everyone stop. Yes, I feel what you're saying, Eddie, that if the Star Wars theme loads up and that it it invokes something inside of all of us nerds. Yeah, Star Wars yeah. thing goes up, big smile, click, give me my, give yeah, me my money you button. You can't <laughs> deny that. Like, it's something deep inside of you. Like, eight-year-old you cannot say no to that, regardless of everything you've heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's go on. This is going to be the third and last topic. I'm sorry, guys. So I'm I not... apologize to Anthony, who's never going to get to go first, but, you know, you, you've still had hey. some really good answers. So it's okay. He Thank always you. wins anyway. It doesn't matter. So here's the last thing. The last story is Bethesda versus Notch. I'm <laughs> sure everybody has heard about this. So what happened here, and if you don't know about it, I will explain it to you. But essentially, uh, Notch is the creator of Minecraft, and he is making a game called Scrolls. And Bethesda saw this and said, <laughs> hey, we make a game called the... Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim, so you can make a game <laughs> called Scrolls because it will confuse consumers because we own Scrolls. The word Scrolls is essentially what they're saying. So we're going to start off with Jeff here. Bethesda saying that Scrolls is their word is... Edgy. You're edgy right now. Anthony? Racist. Okay, I like that answer. Oh, <laughs> what? Eddie? What? No, I want to hear that. Eddie? Magnanimous. That's good. It's magnanimous. Mick? Uh, douchey? <laughs> I like you're going the other way with it. Douchey. Just like, you know what? Let's not even try and right? think of a synonym. Let's just say what's on our mind. All right. Uh, I got to go, Anthony. <laughs> well, as you know, there are some people who say, you can't say that. That's our word. That's, that's you know, like <laughs> Kanye West is like, no, that's that's my word. I can say it in my song, and you can't sing along with it. You have to say broke, broke instead of the N word, um, you know, which is fine. Uh that's just really the basic thing is like you can't say this like that's our word like you that's that's stupid bethesda like it's scroll nobody ever refers to it as elder scrolls everyone's like hey you got oblivion what do we talk about oh what it's like skyrim oblivion skyrim morrowind no one ever said there are people out there that don't even know that it's called elder scrolls like so it's just stupid and ridiculous and bethesda is being retarded and um that was just my way of saying that they're stupid okay because it's just a word. I don't just use it. Mitch, douchey. Uh, basically, the same thing Anthony kind of said. We we kind of had the same idea. It's just let him. My word let was call it, Your word was better. Uh, <laughs> just let him call the game scrolls. It's like no one knows that it's your games are even called the. What are the Elder Scrolls, anyways? Like that's a serious there are scrolls question. that are older than all the others. 
Kirk, so Kirk Hamilton actually wrote an article on he Kotaku did. about I this. I didn't want to mention it because I keep mentioning yeah. my boy crush on him. So I just <laughs> Yeah, thought. he actually did. Wow, did he, did he actually write an article saying that the what the Elder Scrolls are? Yeah, or like, why and, like looking yeah. into the lore and like yeah, this is what the Elder Scrolls are. talked about what the Elder Scrolls are. Oh. And essentially all they are are like old documents. <laughs> That's no. it, basically. Well, I guess Notch That's could call his game like... Not just call a game his game like parchment or something, but that doesn't really roll off the tongue. It doesn't scroll off the tongue. Oh, uh, uh, you uh, got so many right. points for that. You might gamer, only... Bethesda, Jeff Edgy. Sue us. Jeff Edgy. So I was referencing the whole um, edge of trademark. a paper, and you got a paper cut. No. Okay. The guy, the guy that sued every company that had a game with Edge in its name, even though he wasn't making any games. You've heard you've heard about this, right? I don't remember what the name of the guy is, but yeah, I did hear about this. Yeah, I heard about yeah, this. I heard about it. So that yeah, I mean, I'm basically just referencing that. Yeah, there, there's been this whole whole thing. It comes up more and more where there are lawsuits like this that just I don't see who wins other than people who want more money for things. You know, there's no. It's not. It's not really. I, I, I think there's a, a value between, behind preventing people from getting confused about things. You know, like there are reasons that the laws exist. I, I, this really feels like lawyers sort of exploiting the laws in a, in a way to be, uh, was it anti-competitive or mm-hmm. what's the word? Uh, anyway, <clears throat> yeah, it, it, and it's the same kind of stuff keeps happening with software patents and, and uh, stuff like that. There's... There, there are reasons the, the laws were originally put in place, and I feel like people are starting to twist them more and more in the modern world, and it's frustrating. Well, because so. scrolls is like a word. Like, that's mm. what's weird to me. Like, I, I, think, understand. Of scroll, I think of scrolls. Scrolls, to me, is something that comes from, like, games going back to the end of time and fantasy novels and all yeah. kinds of stuff, you know? Well, like, it'd be one thing if, like, you know, because the example they use was, like, you know, Mario. Stuff like that, but that's like that's one that's a name, but two like if it's like a made up word that's yours, that makes sense to me. Like like mm-hmm. if he called his game Skyrimmer, you know, or <laughs> that's <laughs> so hot. Or Mickey Mouse. Yeah, like well, uh, Nintendo doesn't sue everybody who uses the word like you know like bros like B R O S. Super. You know, period. You know, yeah. Super. Like if, if yeah. like you said, it's a like real word. Super Mario Brothers, like that would be like somebody saying, "Okay, if you make a game called Super Meat Boy, Super Meat Boy, yeah. or Super Star Wars, or Super Empire Strikes Back, we're gonna sue the fuck out of you because we made Super Mario Brothers, and it's gonna it's gonna confuse people." Yeah, like, I mean, but, like yeah. scrolls is just a word; it's a legit word, and so it's just kind of hilarious. But yeah, is Gear is Xeno Gears gonna sue Gears of War? Yeah. 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 There you go. That's a good one. Well, the The reason I said magnanimous though is because I feel like it actually lends a lot more importance to the, to Notch's game than probably I hadn't heard of it until right. you know <laughs> until this happened. So it's kind of like Free oh that publicity. was very yeah it's like it was very gracious of you Bethesda to promote <laughs> Notch's game for him. So yeah, no, I actually totally agree with you on that because I also had never heard of it before this came out, and I heard that it was a card game or something like that. But seriously, like, if they're looking at this from, like, a purely, like, financial standpoint, how many copies of Skyrim are not going to be sold because somebody accidentally buys Notch's game? Yeah. Honestly. Honestly. 
how many people aren't going to buy Skyrim because they accidentally well, buy scrolls? Right. And as yeah, huge, so as, yeah, huge as Minecraft is, it just broke the three million mark. Skyrim's probably going to do that day one. <laughs> you know, like yeah, something ridiculous. Yeah, it, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean that's 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 kind of part of what I was talking about. How if you look at what actually happens in the real world, these things don't actually cause problems for people. There, but for the most part, there was probably a real world case that made total sense. And you look at you can look at it legally and say, yeah, that's exactly why this law exists. But lawsuits like this one or or stuff like this, because I don't think it's even a, like a full lawsuit yet. Stuff like this doesn't make sense in the real world. It's just sort of like the extrapolated lawyer version of the real yeah. world. <laughs> Does anybody have any closing thoughts on this? No, just that I wish that people had sung the Star Wars theme with me. That's just it. I know Sorry, who my friends aren't. All of us? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Okay, well, uh, I guess with that, then, that is the end of the game. And our friendship. <laughs> Canceling my flight. So I can't. I didn't buy flight insurance. If any listeners or these guys that were my friends want to follow me on Twitter... <laughs> Twitter.com slash Eddie Rivas. Gamer Sushi is Twitter.com slash Gamer Sushi and rate and review us. Do you promise to block all your enemies on iTunes? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do. And Origins. Follow us on Origins. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Gamefly Rentals. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, Unsquare at Twitter. I am Scroll at Scroll.com. Oh, sorry. I am. Uh, we just got sued. At- yeah, again. You just got Bethesda. <laughs> In- Incepted. Um, Anthony Taylor. Uh, whoa. Uh, Twitter.com slash MI7CH. And uh, this podcast has gone off the fucking rails, but I am Twitter.com slash Nick Camardo. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We appreciate every one of you. Uh... And yeah, have a have a nice day. Oh, also, I.